This podcast is brought to you by Central, helping schools work smart. Sending or receiving a text. It used to be special. Now life seems impossible without it. But what about in the school environment? Hello, I'm Colin Klupik, and this is Central Station. My guest today is David Somerville. He's been on the show a few times and returns today to discuss what most of us might just take for granted these days, SMS messaging. David describes the transformation that took place in handling communications at Callaghan College in Newcastle and how the technology continues to benefit the school today. It's become an essential part of the mix of communication methods the school uses. It's freed up all kinds of resources and creates significant cost savings for the college. To get an idea of what kind of scale we're talking about, I started by asking David to give us a rundown on just how many people there are in the college these days. David, thanks for joining us again. Can you describe the size and the scope of your school? Because it's it's more than one campus. We're dealing with a lot of people. What's What sort of numbers are we talking about? Uh, massive numbers. So we're talking about three campuses and a principal's office. So we have around about seven or 800 senior school students at the Jesmond Senior Campus. And then we've got the Waratah and Walls End Junior Campuses. So you're talking about uh, about 1,100 students here at Walls End and Waratah is growing up to around eight 900, I believe. So yes, yeah, quite a lot. So when you put them all together, they're, they're uh, big numbers. So we had our College Development Day on day one, and yeah, it, we filled the hall, the brand new hall up at uh, at Jesmond with with start, just with staff. That was with all staff, so teachers, slozos, um, front office staff. We had three people at each, one person at each campus, meeting the phones, and otherwise everyone was there. And it made you realise how big we are. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you're arguably a, a regional location, and is that an indication of how much the Newcastle Hunter region is is growing per se? Would you say? Yes, very much so. In fact, I'm trying to buy a new house at the moment and um, the, the house prices are just going through the roof here because all the Sydney siders, I believe, are worth trying to move <laughs> up here. So what are some of the challenges with dealing or in dealing with this number of people to contact? You've got, you've got thousands, right? Uh, students, yeah. So there's yeah, there's about 2,500 all up. So we've got, um, I mean, we've got the three separate central servers on the cloud at the moment. We're moving on to the enterprise as soon as we can which should marry us up. Um, so that would be good to have all the students on one central, uh, particularly with flowing of data from the junior campuses to the senior campuses. So we look forward to that next step. Uh, but as far as communication goes, then, uh, yeah, we, we, we have a lot of communication avenues here to try and uh, reach people that by different methods. But um, So we use, you know, social media, Facebook and Instagram and that sort of stuff, but um, certainly the parent portal on on Central and the, the Canvas um, the Canvas app, which, which I know is their affiliate of yours. So, um, yeah, that, that's one of the ways we do it. We have our messaging app on on um, Central, which is uh, restricted to head teachers and or is executive. And um, part of that is the SMS. So prior to using SMS, what were the main methods that you would use to communicate directly with parents? I mean, prior to the SMS, and let's go just a little bit back before social media as well. I mean, what what really were the main methods of communication at that level? Um, well, when I came here 10 years ago, they, they were sending letters out. Um, we, they didn't have a lot of technology here in the college at all. So 
they, yeah, they were sending letters out. And the first thing that we did, well, one of the first things we did when we put Central in, and I've spoken about the way we did this before, but one of the one of the um, modules was the messaging app. And this was prior to the SMS, so but that allowed us to uh, to send out emails, and then we had a big push to get all the emails from the start uh, from the sorry staff from the from the parents and carers, and that was probably about 2011, 2012, I guess. Um, and then yeah, we went through and collected all their emails. Once the SMS feature was enabled, then uh, yeah, we we added that as well, which gave us another avenue. So essentially with the messaging app, uh, the way that we do it here, we send out an, um, an email or a message uh, via the, the attendance module to say that, you know, the students weren't here yesterday and we need a note to follow it up. But we have it set up. There's several ways you can set it up in central in the messaging, and that is we've got the email as their first point of contact and then SMS, and then it gives us a list of people that don't have either. Mm -hmm. And then we have to contact them um, via letter, but there's not many of them at all. So most will get one or the other. Now, obviously, emails are the cheapest because they're free. Uh, the SMS, um, I'm not sure on the price, but I'm sure it's I'm I'm very sure it's underneath, you know, regular prices. So, at what point did you realise that SMS presented a really really good value proposition to add to that communication mix? When we realised that it was the attendance, uh, we were using another company um, for their app. I won't mention the company, but the process of getting back attendance uh, explanations from the parents was through our school email, right? So that would mean that somebody in the front office would have to process that email and then enter the data manually onto Central. Once the SMS came into it, it allowed us through the attendance module, which links into the messaging model, module, so that when we send out a letter uh, or an absence reason, uh, letter for, about absence, sorry, it would then come back through the attendance app, uh, sorry, through the messaging app, or both of them together, and then we could see the reasons flowing in, and it'd say it had come from the portal or the SMS. So, and they, it, it was just seamless. It's just one, just a, a list of explanations on the same page. So there was, as far as cutting down workload, it cut down a lot of workload. I mean, but if we're talking about, if we go way back when we were sending our letters, we were, we estimate we were saving between seven or eight thousand dollars a year by having the messaging app in the first place. Not to mention hours putting the letters in the mailbox. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Someone's got to actually uh, post the letter, right? Well, they can now do other things. So, that yeah, so it's not just that cost of sending the letter. It's also the amount of time that it takes for those letters to be put together, which would be hours when you add a month. Now, there's an interesting distinction here, and this is a little bit philosophical, but sending someone an email and sending them mm -hmm. a text message, you're communicating directly with that person. So let's say yep. someone picks up an email on their, on their mobile phone, on their smartphone, um, and, or they receive a message. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I feel that there's a slight difference in the way that that message is received. So if someone sends me a text, to me that just feels a bit more direct than me reading an email, despite the fact that I'm still reading a message on the same screen on the same device. Was the um, I agree. Yes, was, I agree. Was the reception of... Sorry, when people received SMS messages, at first did that seem a little bit unusual to them? So I guess what I'm trying to ask is, was it perhaps a little bit impersonal or a bit too invasive as in hang on a second now you're actually 
sending me a message. Email was okay, but I'm not so sure about messaging. How was that received? Oh, fine. I mean, we've never we went through a bit of a technology revolution here in 2010, so it was just a part of the another thing that we brought in that made the school run more efficiently. So, but we always explain things to parents and say, look, this is why we're doing it. It's going to save us money. It's going to save us time. You'll get the message really quickly instead of, and you won't have to check your emails if you're using SMS. And um, yeah, but we also went the extra step. We also have an SMS number. Right, so that's another that's an, another thing that you can get with Central. So it's you can have it so that the messaging app will send out a message uh, via SMS, but you can also have an SMS number just for the school. That's the dedicated right, so the, the dedicated yeah, number. Yes, that's the dedicated number. So it doesn't actually go to a mobile phone; it goes to Central. So we we took that up. Well, that would have been about six years ago. I, I'm I'm thinking. So what it means is that I can get on my mobile phone and I can just click on SMS. I don't have to respond to an SMS. I can say, well, okay, I'm going to take my um, my kids away on a holiday and I can just get on my phone and then SMS to school and, and give them the, the reason why and it'll go straight into the system. So I'd highly recommend that, getting a an SMS number for the school as well. Is it enough SMS messaging or do you still need to support it with other forms of communication? I mean, obviously, official things like official notifications might still go out with letters or electronic letters. But for day-to-day communication, is SMS enough? No, it's not enough. I mean, SMS is just, well, it should be just a short, sweet message, you know, to say, oh, this has been cancelled or, you know, we mainly use it for attendance, to be honest, but the rest of it we send through well, it, it depends who's sending it. Like if, if it's an official school um, communication or from me for timetabling or, or whatever, then it'll go through the central messaging because we don't let all staff use it because it is an official email. If they want to send an email, uh, sorry, uh, some communication to the parents of the kids in their class, then they'll use Canvas for that. I suspect it would have made a significant difference during the height of COVID, like in lockdown. Massive. Can you yes. com- can you comment on that? Well, I, I, the thing is, be, because we are so technology technologically advanced here at the school, COVID for us was really not that much of a deal because we already had all of our systems in place. Like as far as the staff putting their their lessons onto Canvas, well, then that was that was it. it was no they were already there. Obviously, there was a bit of tidying up to do. But it wasn't this mad rush to get it on. The parents were already used to getting communication for, from us through that. They're already there with their mobile phones. The kids, or we haven't printed timetables or reports here for probably seven or eight years, so they they're used to bringing their mobile phones in. Despite what you know, <laughs> what the news says and schools banning mobile phones and things like that, we we certainly don't allow them in class for listening to music or you know, Facebooking or whatever the young students are up to these days, TikTok, I think it is. Um, yeah, but as far as using it for schoolwork, we, we've supported mobile phones big time. Uh, but your original question about the, the, the coronavirus, yeah, it was probably, it was just the fact that we're working from home and we had to introduce the, the video. I mean, but we brought in Microsoft um, Teams for that. So, which I believe is being integrated in Central soon. I, it's, I think it's fair to say that, you are a, a a central veteran. You've been around with Central a for veteran. A, yes, I am a veteran for a couple of decades now. You've yes. you're at a large school. You're technologically advanced. You haven't printed reports for about seven or eight years. 
Um, so you're pretty well sorted on the technology, uh, technological side. Let's think about a school that hasn't had that sort of history and is perhaps a lot smaller and is thinking, well, that's just something else I don't really need to add to the mix. What would you mm. say to that? Well, you're not adding to the mix. You're replacing the mix, I suppose, because central – Central is central to what we do around here. There's so much that we do. I mean, we, we had a parent meeting the other day um, for Year 7s coming up and we're talking about getting the parent portal and there was so many, so many things that they could see on the central parent portal. With Canvas, they're, just, they're seeing their, their kids' lessons each day, but with, with central, you're looking at reports and attendance and, you know, timetable and plans and gotchas and all that sort of stuff. So... It, it, it is very much a case of opening up um, communication with your parents, saving your teachers a ton of time with administration. Um, and, you know, as far as there's, there's just things you see in the background that you don't sort of realise that, you know, it, it, when wellbeing is, is done, the deputies can pull it up. If they've got parents and carers in their front office, they can pull up the screen and, and have a look and see exactly what that student's up to as far as their wellbeing goes, their plans, their reports, past reports, all that sort of stuff. It's just right at your fingertips. So is it easy for a uh, perhaps a not-so-technologically advanced school to include SMS messaging in their current central setup? Oh, very much so. So it's just a case of, um, yeah, help desking central and getting it on. And, uh, yeah, it'll just come up as another option for you to SMS or email and uh, and away you go. And you, you might get a little balance there. And when you run out of money, just put a bit more money and away you go. So, yeah, it's it's been pretty seamless here. I mean, I it's, it's, it's one of those things when you asked me to talk about it, I thought, oh, wow, you know, I set that up years ago and I sort of, it just runs. <laughs> so <laughs> the, lady, the, the ladies in the front office look after it really. So, you know, but that's the way I like to do things. I like to hand responsibility over to other people once it's all been set up, which gives them, them power and yeah. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, David. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us about that this morning. Many time. Technology that empowers people, clearly a benefit. You've been listening to Central Station. If you think this episode might be helpful for a friend or colleague considering SMS messaging for their school, then please share this episode with them. And show them how to subscribe to this podcast, where they'll hear more great stories from inspiring educators. It's free, and you can find Central Station on your favourite podcast app, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Central. To find out more, visit the website, central.com.au. I'm Colin Klupik. Thanks for listening.